G'day punters, welcome to the Mailbags preview show for Eagle Farm, two group ones, one group two, Shane Kilo, Mark Roden and myself here to preview the card. Girls, start us off, uh, what are you making of this group laden card so far? Yes, um, yeah, it's a racing enthusiast delight. <laughs> um, from a wagering position, it's not that great. Um, I went back and did a review of last Saturday's wagering and um, and realised that they don't pay any more if you back a winner in a group race. Um, that's still the case this week, I believe. Um, um Mark mentions off air that once upon a time you used to be able to get more on in a group one. You used to be able to win more in a group one than what you could in a maiden. But now you can bet to win a thousand on all class races. Yeah. And even if you wanted to play exotics, uh, the exotic pools have been so cannibalised by, well, everyone with an interest that um, those monster trifecta pools and first four pools don't really exist anymore either. Mm. Isn't it wonderful? So anyway, look, there's some nice horses here. There's some races worth looking at. In saying that, I do like, um, I will be betting into one of the Group 1 races, but outside of that, not a lot. Um, probably kick off just quickly, skim over race three, the Fred Best Classic. Uh, we see Ayrton. Um, Jamie Carr's taking the ride. Now, I noticed on Twitter there was some adulation for Jamie getting out of Melbourne and getting to Brisbane last night. Now... I don't know whether we should be applauding that type of behaviour. She's as much chance of being positive or exposed to COVID as anyone else that's fleeing the state. Does she shop at High Point, does she? Is that what you're suggesting? Um, I'm not sure which Woolies, but (laughs) (laughs) who knows? Anyway, I'd imagine that there'd be some kind of um, testing or something going on there. The the, the Queensland government's been pretty strong on that. We've we've heard about, you know, the issues that they had travelling the horses up here via plane, which was at one point in Hong Kong before it was due to fly to Mel, it's due to fly up to Queensland. So the health minister was, was on to that and put in a stop to that pretty quick. So who knows? But anyway, she's here to ride Ayrton. Um, it's a dollar sixty, dollar fifty-five actually. Uh, um, I do have a black booker in this race, not an option from a horse that was hitting the line um, in a little bit weaker grade, I suppose, through that glitter strip race. Um, but he's just he's just a horse that's got no gate speed whatsoever. It's going to be last, and it just makes him hard to entertain. Sort of considered backing him a hole, but then if you look at the speed map here. I think Apache Chase, the three back in trip, um, Jimmy Byrne will make this a really, really strongly run 1,400. So, you know, it'll give him a chance. It'll give not an option a chance to, you know, to get back and, and hit the line up the long Eagle Farm straight. Has hit a bit of a flat spot last start um, with Mick Carlon, um, who's probably a little bit kinder on him than someone like Nash, who's, you know, we've seen Nash, you know, hammer horses like Yao Dash through a flat spot and things like that. Like, you can... You can certainly get a horse to get a horse going through a flat spot, so it probably suits the horse. But um, yeah, I think we're expecting to see Ayrton win and then go to the Stradbroke is sort of Who, what we're anticipating here. Who's got the Stradbroke right again? Uh, uh, good question. Um, 
Someone's dunno. Ben Thompson? No. He had his hand up for it and didn't get it, I think. Oh, uh, you better Google that while we're talking because oh, I don't have you. You just you just challenge yourself, I'll Google it. Um I've got Ayrton favourite. Uh, that's a shock. Everyone will be shocked to hear that <laughs> listening home. Just on, uh, you know, without looking at the race and without, you know, penalising anything like that, I, the dollar fifty-five now is as good as you'll see. I don't think we'll see any longer race day. Dollar sixty, dollar fifty-five will be its SP. Um, that's the oh, race. Was it Rachel King? Rachel King. Yes. yes. Uh, and that's I didn't get that on Google. It just occurred to me. So there was a little bit of talk about, you know, why is it favourite for the Stradbroke? Well. It's pretty obvious why, because there's no open-age horses going any good that you want to be on. Yeah. That's why. I mean... And they'll be giving it lumps of weight. Yeah. I mean, Rachel King, you'll probably add... I'll probably add four lengths for the jockey switch from Jamie to Rachel, but it'll still be favourite. Um, race, race six mm. we'll look at now... Um, the what do you call this race? It's the two-year-old race. Uh, so the, the, yeah, the sires. Yeah, the James Squires sires. Um, <laughs> Prince of Boom, the favourite here. The Robert Heathcote horse who won last week, uh, won last start off a six-day backup, off a provincial win at the Sunny Coast, and uh, basically kicked their brains in. Um, it was the only horse that was wanted in the market on the day in that race. It was like it was one-way. Tr- Traffic, money-wise, everything else drifted in the market, um, and it yeah it killed him and put up a really strong figure, um, strong enough uh, when I sort of price up the punning form data that he's come up like as short as obviously I have, I have adjust without adjusting for map like you know he could he could be as short as like two thirty two forty this horse um, it's got a bit of against him here from the wide gate. Um, and I think, you know, there's still been solid money for him here, which is a bit of a surprise once he drew 13. But he was still five dollars straight into 420 uh, once the markets went up. So oh, he was dominant, but this is a different race altogether. Um, look, if you like Prince of Boom, and the market certainly does, um, I think you have to give Invincible Tears a hope. I thought it was a super effort. Um, very strong sectional data and particularly late um, strong sectionals as well. And it's got a, it'll get a nice run from the gate. Um, it's twenty three dollars versus Prince of Boom four twenty, and uh, Prince of Boom's going to have to do some work from the gate. Um, strange bit of piece of track work footage from the during the week. It was working with a mate when the cameras were at Eagle Farm, which is a complete wank. Because every trainer is saying how good their horse is working, um, but he worked with a mate, and the mate that was he was working with um, took up, took off on the jock and and like burn out like two hundred meters in front of Prince of Boom. So Ben Thompson rode Prince of Boom in his track work and never bothered chasing the tearaway track mate. So he just sort of ambled around doing his own thing. So um, I don't know what that sort of you know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing or what, but look at four dollars. From the gate, it's going to be tricky. Um, we want to have a good look to see how the track's playing and sort of work it out from there as the day unfolds. But it looks a looks the like a like a good chance. Obviously, Ranch Hand is a horse that I've been talking about. 
um, for anyone that listens to the um, to the show with Gareth on RSN. I've been sort of penned his horse as a potential size slash AJ Atkins horse. Thought it might have been a better at eleven dollars. Um, it's come up with gate eleven. J Max Dixon, it's about six dollars. I think it's a good hope. Um, it's a pretty. It's a Port Lewis was a horse that I didn't mind, but it's drawn sixteen. Miss Hipstar, local horse that I thought was some chance, it'd come up with gate seventeen. So some really pretty average maps there for a few of the of the main chances. Um, so look, I have to. I want to have a look at the track as the day progresses there, but uh, certainly just on. First look, I thought Invisible Tears, Invincible Tears, was a big price uh, compared to Prince of Boom, who, you know, with the mat, with the barrier draw anyway, and how they look like settling. So, I'm a little bit inconclusive at this point. I don't know whether you both want to add anything to that. Uh, it, not specifically about the race, but I was just looking at punning form. Now you know they've got the new feature with the jockey and trainer um, average to expected and pop stats. Yeah. Just looking at Ranch End, this is remarkable. Last hundred runners, C. Waller and Jay McDonald, and the combination of the two of them, are all outperforming market expectation significantly and are actually profitable. At SP, this is incredible. The highest profile trainer and the highest profile jockey in the land, you would expect to be totally overbet, like Marira in Hong Kong. You'd expect them to be overbet just every time they go out. And you can just back and blind and win last hundred starts. That's an incredible um, inefficiency in the market. Huge stat, isn't it? Yeah. Look, Ranch End also gets the blinkers today, uh, this week as well, uh, Saturday, and um, he's in the wrong part of the track, blah, blah, blah. Still got to have some improvement on what the, some of the others have tossed up figures-wise. I just thought he was a horse that had it in him um, to be able to do it, but that's a huge stat, eh? Yeah. Uh, you thought he was wrong spotted. He was wrong spotted Gold Coast, wasn't he, Ranch Yeah, 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 yeah. He got, he got sort of pushed inside... Uh, on settling and, and never got an opportunity to get to the outside and had to go back to the inside, which was inferior on the day. So uh, I think, you know, he's got beta nostril. Yeah. Head up, head down. If his head's down, he's a last start winner and he's, you know, yeah. probably more favoured. But anyway, that's what I'm thinking of. Sort of like Ranch Hand a little bit. Liking, I liked Ranch Hand at $12 when we were tipping it on the show couple of weeks ago, so I'm happy for it to be on at that price. Um, but we'll see. A little bit of water to go under the bridge between now and then with what happens at Eagle Farm. Uh, the next race we look at will be race seven. This is a real um, interesting race because you've got to start with the title of the race and it really depends on where you went to school. The Mowat and Shandon Derby. Or the Moai and Shandon Derby? Neither. You're uh, half right twice there. Yeah. Moai <laughs> no. and Shandon Derby. <laughs> I didn't go to school. I left in grade 10. <laughs> <laughs> What's the diff? What is a derby or derby? Why is that? What is that? I, I don't know. Where, I think the Yanks and West Australians say derby. Um, the, the, the city in England, which is, well, it's named for the Earl or Lord Derby. The city in England's Derby. Derby. No, Kentucky Derby? Hey. Is it the Kentucky Derby? I think they say Derby, don't they? Over there. I don't know. In WA, we say Derby for football and Derby for racing. And and the town in the northwest is Derby, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Mm. 
Anyway, I didn't get a Guernsey or a jersey into the Moe and Shandon tent for the derby. Um, so I'll be at home betting on it. Um, it's quite simple, isn't it, this race? If Explosive Jack turns up and runs the same figures that it has produced in its previous four derby, derby wins, three derby wins, uh, it wins again, doesn't it? How did he get beaten in the Bendigo St. Ledger trial? <laughs> Is what I want to know. That's a great question. Laquiro. Mm. Well, that's it. Like, do, do any of them but, have to? Yeah, it's just it's it's hard trying to find something that's going to knock it off, given that it's drawn gate six, and I, I guess yeah, just having a cursory glance at the map, the other horses that have the figures that have won with those figures have all drawn pretty ordinary. Mm. Senor Well that's the one isn't it That's that's the main yeah. one here And, and can He's we see completely passed from the game yeah. He has to be doesn't he uh, this just, just back 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 Is that it I'd imagine Has Uncle Chris got enough ammo in this race To not make the same mistake As they made last start for the big grey And let him walk early Well I'll tell you what will be forward Is Achiever But um, yeah, I don't know that they want to light it up necessarily. Well, geez, I still want to be on Explosive Jack if they are lighting it up because yeah, it's just well, it's just such a good staying coal. Like even last time the race went out at, in uh, Morfordville, the race went out four point six lengths quick, mm. and uh, he was well. well they, pro- they probably want to do the opposite, make it moderately run. And see if he can now kick him and, and, and make it not a staying yeah. test. Because yeah. if it's yeah. a 2,500 metre race, he wins almost yeah. every sure. Yeah. Um, thought the stable mate ran really well. Let's yeah. crack a deal. Um, possibly a little bit of pocket talk from me. But, um, yeah, I think in fairness it had its chance. It tracked, it tracked um, Explosive Jack the entire way. And, it, like, Johnny Allen was three deep with cover, like, and did, like, didn't have a care in the world. Always thought he'd on a superior star, and that's how it turned out. So it's hard to see the tables getting turned there again, isn't it? Like, if they run to their their numbers. And uh, we've seen Huey Bowman tweet redraw after the barrier draw for this race. Um, it's cast. Uh, I can't find anything else that can turn the tables. I've sort of gone looking, is there an up-and-comer? Is horrifying, like a fresh horse on the scene type... Uh, that can that can run a race. I, I could entertain two, probably more as place bets rather than win or even each way, because they will be on speed and they're in form, and that's Achiever and Maranoa. But I would expect, if all was well with the favourite, that he would get past them. But I think they'll get, they could give a great. You know, you're getting four sixty plus the place. Both of them, they could, I think they could be both just lob on speed in a race where there's not much speed on paper and give a sight. Yeah. Don't disagree there. They try to lead on um, oh, sagacious lead up in the rough habit. Mm. Walked. Um, I don't know, they got the tongue tie on at this time. Need a big turnaround. Only got beat twenty. Uh, so I sort of I'm thinking about the map from a map point of view. Does that mean like Maranoa probably rolls to the top, doesn't it? Yeah, and the comes across an eleven will be in the first three. 
Yeah. I know historically he's been more of a get-back horse, but he's one leading last start. I mean, there's no way they're going to change that formula. Did go out quick last time too, Maranoa. Um, minus, was it? Something minus negative 9.6. Didn't look that fast. Um, but, look, I thought it was still a brave effort. Um, yeah. That was his, I mean, he's going, what, 1,600, 2,000, 2,400 on the hop. But if anyone can do it, it's it's gave up. But, um it's a quick, I'm not tipping it, but I think it can. It could hang on for a place as good a trader. Yep. Fair enough. I've really got not much else to add other than what I said. Probably said it in the first sentence. Mm. Explosive Jack runs up to its form at wins. Pistol, can you give some kind of enlightenment or incitement or anything that sounds knowledgeable? Uh, not really. I'll be playing... I'll probably end up playing Quinellas around the two Maustas favourites in this because I, I think in terms of horses that have run the distance they're clearly just chalking up the kilometres in the legs so to speak and a lot of these are jumping up in distance for the first time both these horses just map so ideally yeah you know I'll just have a, a fun bet there I got my cash out of Explosive Jack last start and I'm more than happy to watch him win another derby 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 without me but yeah Get, get into those Quinella pools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, race race eight then. We'll go across to race eight. Now, I should be able to pronounce this race. The Kingsford Smith Cup. This is a group one. So this is the race that used to be the BRC Cup sprint. It used to be the QTC Cup. QTC, yeah. mate. And then BRC when it merged, yeah. Yep. So this is the race that I got mixed I'll up. I read the other week. track yeah. record on this when I was a youngster. Yeah, twenty odd, that young. <laughs> and then he was no. straight breaking around about sixth. Mate, you're um, you're upset they're skateboarding in the Olympics. So the, when you're a youngster, <laughs> that might have been back in the sixties, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the demographics in quotation marks. That's that's where I yeah. see. Yeah. Look, I think the young fella on Twitter had a point. Like we still have dressage as an Olympic sport. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's true. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> There's a lot of bullshit in the Olympics. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yeah. they, I mean, Tony Hawk should be in a gold medalist. Simple as that. The skateboarding <laughs> should have been there years ago. Um, <laughs> I don't mind this race. I'm going to bet into this race. Um, I'm going to sort of bet probably more the place than the win. Like, yeah, maybe back this horse one by three. We'll go through it. Um, trekking, I think the gate makes it difficult for it and the map makes it difficult for it. I just don't know that he's going... Oh, look, I know he only got beat 0.8, Eduardo. Eduardo's ran four lengths inferior to what it's done previously in the prep. I think that whole Eduardo race might be a little flattered form-wise. I thought... Eduardo was well below his best and probably made the others look a bit better than what they sort of are going, maybe. I could be completely on the wrong tram there, but that's what I'm going with. Gitra, fifth gate, 15. Thoughts on its last start? I know, Pistol, that you um, did the race pretty deeply and said if the Gitra turns up at wins last week, what did you make of its effort? 
Oh, look, I mean, it had a minor excuse, but a minor excuse only, I think, in run. It was sort of getting ushered out with dirty work and lost a bit of ground. But, I mean, as blessed as the winner was, he wasn't necessarily taking ground off them late. And as we've spoken about it heaps of times, Eagle Farm, first time at the track, that has to be a query in itself, doesn't it? It does. The, yeah. the one thing I'd say about Getra last start was that he, I'm not sure he'd ever run a 1,200 first up before. Yeah. I mean, in my view, his best ever run was in Sydney over 1,300, so 1,200 isn't the worry of itself, but first up, he's a 1,000-metre first up sort of specialist. And it, he seemed to race that way. He, he sort of half looned and, and didn't finish off in the last 100. Yeah. Um, I think there's a chance in this, with luck from the gate, but that's the big query. Yeah, I mean, I think the market's about right on it. Like, I can't get it any shorter than 480. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just with that map and the gate. Look, I think the gates are... You probably get more chance in the straight at Eagle Farm, I suppose, but it's still, like... It's very interesting, like, when you line up these southern horses coming to Queensland tracks, because... You're used to Queensland horses running on Queensland tracks 50 weeks of the year, right? So it takes a certain quality of animal to be able to overcome certain things and win at Doomben from the back. Like we saw it last Saturday with that blue Nudge. jacket horse. We saw it with Nudge. Now, if that that sort of that sort of horse, you just wouldn't... If that was a Queensland-type setup, if you, I hope I'm making sense here. Yeah, they don't... Not on Queensland Saturday, you're not back at a horse that mapped where Nudge did. Mm. Yeah, they don't... Like the restricted horses don't have the acceleration to overcome. Yeah. So, like, obviously, you know, Eagle Farm, you know, he, he Gitra could get back and, and slot in three wide with cover and still be a chance, um, you know, to hit the line. But I, I can't get it any shorter. Um, Sava 2XL, like, I just can't possibly entertain. <laughs> like, completely blessed. I think it's I've got it like 20, $25. Without like penalising it for the game, yeah. All right. Um. Any like like tell me I'm wrong, but was it not hashtag blessed or not? It was completely blessed. Yeah. Imaging gate sixteen. Like how's it possibly like? Can it win from there? I, I don't know. Would need some luck, wouldn't it? It's gonna need some luck. Um. Kementari, <laughs> surely not. <laughs> I've got it fifties, Kementari, you know, and probably like, and probably evens to get beat within two. If anyone out there has priced the race themselves, even if you've got it seven dollars or something, just don't back it. But yeah, you even can't if it's back. a triple over, I don't back it. No, you can't possibly back it. Victorum has come up uh, to Queensland and raced well in these setups previously. Uh, yeah, it hasn't been seen race day since the 24th of April, but it did have a, a nice little barrier trial, and there's a little bit of spruik on social media about its barrier trial. just want to point out that the second horse in that barrier trial is a 2,200-metre maiden winner last start, resuming um, yeah, the trial. So... There's a little bit to tie in there. Um, <laughs> he has got a nice gate. He does get a soft running transit here, but uh, certainly not ruling him out. But I just, I'm going to steer away from him. Sosi Bond, obviously, you guys are the Southern blokes would have seen him more than more than me. But this doesn't seem to run a bad race, does he? He's always sort of I, thereabouts. He's, I, 
wouldn't you you'd rather him at a mile in this sort of class? I think. Well, probably maybe. I mean, I don't really know how to line up those um, restricted sales races like that Vobus. That Caulfield win when Pike won on him was a Vobus race, wasn't it? Pistol. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's he went good enough. I thought this horse is a bet number eight, Nick and over. Um, like he give these a start and a beating these horses that he raced against last time. Uh, I think he's a big overlay at the price. Um, horse is completely airborne. Hasn't raced for four weeks, but he did have a little jump out at Toowoomba on Tuesday in preparation for this. Um, yeah, not many Group 1 gallops uh, jump outs at Toowoomba on a Tuesday, uh, leading into a Group 1, but... Yeah. He's got to be a huge chance. Vega one can't entertain. Jonker thirteen hundred first up on speed. There'll be tempo here. Susceptible. Savatiano's or Blaze Jowski. Eh. Outback Barbie. I can't have Panina and Dan Gazella. Can't have this class. But Savatiano's got to be a chance. A good mm. chance, I think. Um, he'll get a nice run from the gate. I think it's. I think it's about its price, probably four bucks. Any thoughts from the Sydney view? Yeah, I mean, it, it does appear to map well, um, and they found it. You know, it's she, she's very honest. Mm-hmm. Some of her very best or dominant wins have been when she's been able to control the pace or just sit off a very soft pace, and that doesn't look like it's going to be the case here. But she'll be competitive for sure, and she's the safe way to go. But the, you're paying yeah. a premium price, was I reckon? Yeah, I've got Nick and Ovis um, a fair bit, well, a fair bit shorter than market, so I'll probably pile in like a one by three basis or something like that. I think. Yeah, um, right. yeah it's it looks a nice price. I tell you, if it was twelve hundred, not thirteen, on the dry, um, I'd like to find Jonker, but I think the last yeah. bit of thirteen might just get him. Last little bit plus. Um, you know, plus he's got to have a go at the track as well. Like, uh, that's a little query. Mm. What do you think of Senior Fox, Mark? Uh, not for rage. Um, yeah. His best run this time in was first up. He trialled really well before that. Then he um, he got the right spot on a bias track. He got a lovely run through. He got he got inside on a day he had to be inside out of the race. He'll shoot and got a nice run through. Um, yeah, hasn't probably not as well suited that in the two starts since, but yeah, probably just not quite good. I mean, it's forty to one, so if you want to back it, I'm not going to say don't, but yep. um, I don't know if he's good enough at this level. Wait for age. Does he drop back and did he win the Remorney last year? This he did, he did. That's right. Yes, Remorney's not far away. Have a shot at Group One level. And if you don't measure up, you can always yeah go back to Grafton for the benefit race to pay for your prep. Yeah. He probably looks a bit better than that sort of class, doesn't he? He might be out. Well, he he should have won more races than he has, I think. But that's down to his racing style. He's always, but he's a sprinter, but he gets back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's me. I think I've landed there. I'm pretty comfortable with having something on Nick and over. Like he was a tragedy beat, and I thought he was a tragedy beat in the Stradbroke yeah, last yeah. time, last year, and. You know, 1,300 metres here, second up, I think, is ideal. And his sectionals were super in winning last time. Like, um, he'd be hard to beat again with the right run. Yeah. He, can definitely run up, he can definitely run up to his to his best figures 
in this sort of setup, I think, for sure. Makes sense to me. Nothing else on the card that I want to talk about because I just don't, like, you can make cases for four or five horses in every race. As you said, wait for the day, see if there's any pattern that emerges and go from there. That's it. All right. Beautiful. Sounds good. Uh, Mark Roden, you'll join myself and Mark Sheen tomorrow to preview Randwick. How's the card looking early days? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty deep. Um, good, decent-sized fields again, same as last week. Um, track won't dry that much, I don't think. But, yeah, no. Should be uh, some action there, I would think. Okay. And Kells, meanwhile, you'll also have meetings to basically pick the eyes out of at Toowoomba and... Yeah, Toowoomba and Gold Coast, Gold Coast on Saturday. Yeah. Um, the fields are, what are we, 11 o'clock on a Thursday morning, so the fields acceptances are just out. So I'm going to put a little bit more time into um, the entire card at both places this week because I, I've done Brisbane early and there's just so many chances in so many races, so I don't think there'll be a heap of action in town, but, um, you know, give me the filthy out wides any oh. other way. Well, <laughs> sounds good to me. Uh, meanwhile... Oh, we've got Gatton on Sunday as well. Gatton Sunday, that's a, that's more important. I was going to say that's a little bit unusual, but you've got Sunny Coast Friday. Yeah, Sunny Coast Friday, yeah. Okay. Um, and Peace. we'll be betting uh, at Caulfield. I suppose more than likely we won't have any mountain yard mail from on course because I believe in the next 20 minutes we'll be going into lockdown. But uh, pretty used to that now. I think uh, Jack and Jacko will be just firing off missiles from wherever they can find any angle. <laughs> I was sort of hoping Jacko will be firing missiles from the mountain yard at Gatton on Sunday. I've made, his, I've made up the spare bed in the spare room for him. Hang on. You spent three minutes earlier in the show abusing Jamie Carr for coming up to ride in a group bloody one race, and then you want Jacko to look at him in the yard in Gatton or something. That's... Yeah, well, it, look, it's a, it's totally irrelevant if if a few uh, bush jocks get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't have Jamie infecting our Brisbane jocks. <laughs> uh, and she's not even taking the ride in the Stradbroke if it wins Saturday. Sorry, she what? She's coming up to ride Ayrton in a... What is this class race Saturday? Group three or something? Uh, Best, yeah. Yeah, group three. Yeah. Um, if it wins, it gets into the Stradbroke where she won't be riding it in a group one worth a million. Although she's also replacing Glenn Boss in a group one, so... Oh, hello. You never know. That's uh, that's on Vega one, actually, so... Yeah, well, that's a jockey switch. That's a positive switch. I've got to go back and um, update my pricing sheet. <laughs> Add a few links there. <laughs> Um, in meanwhile, in WA, there's the Belmont Sprint, but uh, it's hard to get too enthusiastic about the card at the moment because I think there's 15 to 25 mils of rain forecast. So, oh, well. uh, it's two Saturdays in a row. Anyway, we'll just keep plugging away. I'll probably back the same horse that I backed in the Roma Cup. If anyone wants a little sneak peek of that race, cool, cool. Okay. Very good, guys. Uh, we'll leave it there. We'll catch up uh, tomorrow, Mark. Yeah, Curls, we'll catch yep. up on Monday for a bit of a deep dive. Go well. Go to it. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs>